everyone welcome to this week's episode of respectfully disagree so this week we're actually picking up a topic which we done one of our first few episodes of respectfully disagree on we are talking about ghosting so when we did that episode it was episode number 5 and we'd actually discuss the question of whether ghosting is ethical or not and now it feels like we've come full circle because we're discussing whether the era of ghosting is over So the tides around ghosting have changed a lot over the past few years right like from sympathy towards obviously the people who get ghosted to sympathy towards the ghosties to now finally just like putting our hands up and being like this is exhausting this is something which should just be over and done with and we shouldn't ghost each other and try and confront each other so let's start with asking everyone how do you define ghosting like what is the definition of ghosting for you and do you think that the era of ghosting is over do you think that it's like that zeitgeist of ghosting is gone or is it still pretty much there this is shishti your host by the way so uh, how i would define ghosting i think it's just like it's just mainly blocking people on social media and cutting off contact that's how i uh, look at ghosting but also uh, in the sense of like um putting a lot of effort into avoidance um so that's how i look at ghosting in general is it over i don't think so uh, i don't think so i feel like it's like it's disguising itself with new names and all but it's not over okay hi this is rohita i i think ghosting is again like avoidance but also i feel like a lot of people call a lot of things ghosting now which are not I feel like how I would define ghosting is like a hard like somebody like pretends that they no longer they they're like dead or something and they've changed their identity but not when they don't reply to you for 10 days or thereabouts um is the era of ghosting over as in I think not uh people are changing how we talk about ghosting but still it's very much part of the conversation in a really like frustrating and weird way so yeah okay see so i disagree with both of your definitions of ghosting okay because i would say and i am quoting like the technical definition as per the oxford dictionary uh the practice of ending a personal relationship with someone by suddenly and without explanation withdrawing from all communication So for me that's the could be being the old person who's bringing up the oxford dictionary definition of ghosting but i feel like for me that's the definition of ghosting and like blocking isn't ghosting right because i think you haven't had like i think it presumes that for someone who you were this like material alive human being you've literally become a ghost for them now out of choice so i feel that's how i i define it so the other things i don't think fall into it i feel like rohita even if you're gone for 10 day yeah i i think if you're gone for 10 days that's not really ghosting as per this definition um but but a lot of people do call that yeah that's what i mean like haven't you been accused of ghosting somebody if if you disappeared on them for like a couple of days or weeks but This is sounding very personal. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Maybe haven't you? But <laughs> feels like there is some something to hash out for all of us. Yeah, we know who's one ghoster. We can we can make out who has sympathy with ghosters on this episode. 
yeah no but seriously like you've never uh done that no i actually personally i i haven't i haven't ever disappeared on anyone for more than 2 days um yeah wow okay then i have to expose myself <laughs> because yeah i mean i think i think sometimes it's it's justified like you don't oh uh, especially if you if you're meeting someone on a dating app where you know these are there are all these unsaid rules already that you know this person is not coming with a lot of expectations and you are not uh and vice versa i think it's ghosting sometimes is a fairly like understood uh concept like people are on the same page <laughs> but isn't that the worst aspect of a dating app like you shouldn't you shouldn't as in you know <laughs> like it's already so dehumanizing so the least you can do is be you know like i'm not saying where some where there's been like a terrible experience okay where there's been some kind of assault or harassment mm-hmm. or something not that but like okay even if it's a bad date don't they owe it to like and where they i think also that when someone reaches out then it also shows that they are also like they are under the impression that you feel a way that you don't or something so don't you owe it to them to be like hey like let's end this you know with closure but i feel like that itself like is the communication right like if someone's not speak not like seeming very forthcoming like i don't know i feel like it's much gentler in a way to just like phase it out rather than be like hey i'm sorry but i'm not attracted to you bye like <laughs> like that's that that will be like ouch okay but then if you ghost not, not ghosts in that not like abruptly just block them but no explanation but like if you if you phase out communication it feels like okay this person's busy they have other stuff to do in life i don't know that's also its own way of communicating I strongly disagree because I feel like see clearly this topic I've suggested hoping that the era is over but like I'm fighting against the age. <laughs> no because I feel like people oh see precisely because there's a vagueness attached to ghosting you know like they might be busy they might not be proper proper so you owe people to just let them know where you are and clear like it's the same thing that you would value right like how would you feel if somebody how do you feel if somebody disappears on you and you've sent them a very like keen message or whatever and you just don't hear from them like what would you rather do if you're in the ghost these position wouldn't you rather know that like okay what happened or even if it's a very polite see most of the times people it's not like i'm also honest about why i you know <laughs> i'm and even ending a friendship sometimes you're not honest you can just be like i'm not in the mental space now within that there might be a thousand reasons you have but just to say that okay like you know okay i don't know this is a this is an example which i'm just hoping that the person will not listen to this but <laughs> i'll tell you why i prefer being ghosted because you know there's been one time where i've been told that hey i don't think i'm ever going to date again so i don't think this will work out that was so blatantly a lie okay so then it's like am i what do i look like to you so i would have i would have preferred if they ghosted me but instead they this this they they basically said they're becoming celibate and like <laughs> but i mean for all you know they actually became celibate rohita 
No. Shishti, you can't. <laughs> this is the problem with people who want to communicate all the time. Yeah. Like what the hell? Like just, just leave it and go. I mean, I would have much preferred that. Yeah. Like. At least I'm not. You wouldn't have this beautiful story than than ever dating again. Yeah. <laughs> so it's. I still think about it to this day, and I'm like, wow. Like, what do I like? It, you know, that makes me wonder. People say ghosting leaves the ghosty like wondering how, like, if they did something wrong or whatever. I can assure you that being told something like this also makes me wonder the same thing. But it's like, do I do I look? Like a complete dumbass. Like, <laughs> like, how did how did someone even feel like telling me something like you know what I mean? So, I feel like the the problem with that is that the excuse was kind of unbelievable to begin with. But like, I I also so I'm very like on the fence about not on the fence about ghosting, but like more or less in the middle. I I think that it's it depends on the person. Um, uh, and there have been times where I've been like, okay, I've had a relationship with this person, so I owe it to them to uh, give them an explanation to want to end, end things. But I have used uh, excuses like maybe age or like some other <laughs> some other factor that one. is uncontrollable. Right? There's not no there's no like fixing, and that has worked. So. I feel like the other valid option is come up with an excuse that is fully unsolvable, but not completely unbelievable like this. But see, that's the thing. Okay, people say ghosting is dishonest, but it's not because, like, when you are trying to give somebody a verbal explanation, who among us is honest about why that is? Right? Like everybody, like you yourself, are saying like you try to come up with something, and then in this example that I gave, like it's like. the the explanation is really stupid so it's like that's also not honest so i i don't feel like there's as i feel like actually there's like gradations to ghosting <laughs> and like the the most extreme kind i'm like i'm not on board with that obviously but then like just phasing something out that's perfectly like justifiable i feel but you know we've been talking a lot about romantic situations/dating world but what about in other kinds of situations okay like let's quickly talk about because ghosting is not just limited to uh dating as much as the term might have originated from there there are a lot of other situations also right so let's understand if we qualify those as ghosting or not okay so uh not replying to a friend's text for a month is that ghosting i think the intention matters like if, if it's done intentionally then it's ghosting but if you genuinely have things on your plate and all and this is you know a long term friend who you have that kind of relationship with then definitely not so i disagree a little bit with that i don't think the intention matters because it's like if they're your friend it's understood between you that sometimes this happens and like this inst like this whole instantaneous a uh, communication thing can be very exhausting like imagine having to reply to every single friend and every single acquaintance and work colleague and family member like instantly 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 it gets very exhausting so i i feel like you shouldn't have to unless the friend reaches out to you in an hour of need and then you don't reply for a month that's i'm not talking about that but in general like 
I I feel like we should normalize slower communication and slower responses. It's not ghosting. If you do that, it's it's perfectly fine. Okay. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Which is that I think that um ha it is ghost like for a month that's a really really long time it, it depends on how close the friend is of course but if somebody doesn't respond to me i will be like okay they've ghosted me whatever the reason that's okay that's a different question but i do see that as ghosting especially if it's like a month i i see what you mean with about like slower communication stuff again like i have no problem making space for this but i think we should also be upfront about what it is and that it's not the ideal mode of communication right like because if you go in person and somebody didn't respond to you that's so rude like that's not you know so why i think communic like whatever technologies and everything are an extended form of that communication so we should try and keep the sanctity of in person interaction as much as possible i am coming across like totally crazy i know but and it's true also so like no because i don't think it's the same as in person because imagine a world where this stuff did not exist like phones and smartphones and the internet you would be meeting yeah even i would be like it it would be a really peaceful world but in that world you meet each other not as often right and then you have like a meaningful conversation and here it's like it's it's not like phones and like technology isn't substituting for like a person's uh presence in person it's just it's just like in the interim period so it's like i agree if someone's right in front of you and you don't reply to them that's really rude but then if they're texting you it's so instantaneous and so fast it's like so overwhelming to have to have a meaningful chat with every single person like that so that's like being in a crowded room full of your friends and maintaining a very like a dedicated stream of conversation with each person in person like if i had to extend an analogy the other way it's like that you can't it's impossible fair enough i take back my take it sounds quite <laughs> crazy now that like the analogy is built out further but i i will say okay forget about the thing i said about in person i take it back you have successfully res- respectfully made me disagree with myself also moving on let's actually talk about a non personal context which is the most controversial actually not the most controversial but like okay a controversial another controversial instance of ghosting which is um an employer not following up with an applicant after an interview <laughs> so prof- or any form of professional ghosting for that matter i think if there has been a lot of communication uh till then and there have been like some promises made uh even like just verbal promises nothing in writing and things like that um it it is definitely i think it definitely counts as ghosting uh because even if there haven't been any like said expectations the nature of the relationship between this uh person hiring and the person giving the interview is that of uh something that has an end goal and a promise that is already there um so it's be- because you're setting them up for um setting them up with this hope and then kind of just cutting all ties which is yeah counts as counts as ghosting avoidance like i mean <laughs> it's very avoidant i've 
a working relationship then of course that is forcing because your livelihood depends is is based on like a very like regular stream of communication and so suddenly if that goes it's like what the hell but then when you're applying for jobs and then you're like you're an applicant then i don't as in like this is some this is what happens anyway like i wish employers would write back and say it didn't work out or it's not a good fit so that you know but then but then it's also like as applicants we 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 do we kind of like do a blast of like 50 applications and then i don't know like it's it's not practical uh in that sense although like i still i still wish that you would hear back when you're rejected but then maybe it's better this way imagine getting like 49 rejections or something like that's so demoralizing <laughs> that's better than like not knowing if they ever read you i don't know see we're going back to the same the same debate of what we prefer but i think i'd rather know that you because i think at least then you know what okay here's my thing because at least then you know what to work on mm-hmm. even if people are not honest or people are honest or whatever you can make your sense of like why you were rejected and then you can work on it if you want to work on it like if 49 out of 50 places reject me explicitly and they're like sorry then i might be like okay i clearly need to work on my resume i need to work on how i write an email or i need to change my field whatever but i'll pick up something from there if people don't write back to me it'll be like did it reach them did it not reach them let me put mail tracker let me see let me figure what instead of that you just like clarity like what what is the situation and especially with online dating there there have been incidents where people have gotten too comfortable and you, you sometimes they tell you things that you've not even met them and you already know all these intense things about them right which is not fair um and as you said your uh, it's not what you signed up for so that's not uh, that's not okay and uh, the problem with that when i was a person who was more like oh, okay uh, are you fine now um are you you know following up and being a person who was being mindful of their space it started to become become a very like a recurring pattern and this was with multiple people not even it was not even two it was like i i would say like at least five people who took advantage of the same thing right and at, at different uh, stages and that's very like that's extremely exhausting or uh, because also and especially i think this is a thing with women right like we are made to feel that we have to hold space for um for this person who is telling us a lot about their lives and all and a lot of cis men take advantage of that because they 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 don't uh, foster enough uh, healthy relationships for them to be able to talk to their friends about it and things yeah. like that so you find some like random person on the internet and tell your life story to and then say that you're the first person I'm telling it to so sometimes i feel like it's just also important to take a step back and be like these are patterns not just personally but like systemically they have been patterns so it's i actually totally see what what you mean and i think to the question of you know the main thing of that is the era of ghosting over it seems like it's never going to be over now right like as in with the internet and then add to that like online dating um and that it'll always be the space where 
where where we're all emotionally dysregulated in our own ways and then add to that a space where there's so much ambiguity about the rules of conduct still like you're saying that people come with all kinds of baggage and then there's a lot of trauma dumping and there's a so there's a propensity to go so it seems like the era will unfortunately never be over but also maybe not unfortunately because it's a it's a preservation mechanism and i think that brings up like an important discussion about which kind of people ghost and who's more likely to ghost right because uh, studies have found that women are more likely to ghost than men incidentally and because it comes from i mean one study says it comes from two impulses right that not wanting to hurt the other person's ego um and being socialized to not be assertive of their needs so uh yeah dark in in both cases right and then we also know that <clears throat> with mental health and with people who are who have like uh, depression for instance they're more likely to ghost because again they're more likely to uh, uh not be able to engage and and have to be avoided for self preservation purposes or that sometimes you just tap out from like reaching out to friends and because you feel the need to dissociate and disengage so um yeah so does it also feel like we need to be like we need to understand better where ghosting comes from i feel like we should uh, we should narrow the definition of ghosting because it's just constantly expanding you know everything is ghosting if you don't like immediately resp- respond to somebody <laughs> and it's like really tire- tiring for everybody involved like i feel like there should be very few uh like cases where you can truly say that you have either ghosted or been ghosted sometimes people who are upset about ghosting show display the same type of entitlement as people who are upset about being friend zoned and it's like why yeah it's like <laughs> i just realized that you must be feeling so attacked trishti it's not <laughs> but it's like shishti is looking in the distance <laughs> i know i have stopped giving my ex- actually maybe my expressions are exaggerated by default <laughs> but okay hear me out it's like why do you feel so affronted that somebody has not immediately responded to you when you reach out to them on like a digital like platform or whatever like why do you feel entitled to uh an explanation or a response like in in a lot of situations i'm not of course it doesn't apply to situations where they need to respond to you when you're reaching out in need or whatever like anything like that but otherwise like especially if you see in like heterosexual contexts like uh you, if if a if a man is like upset that they were being ghosted it's like why right like why do you feel so entitled to a response from somebody especially considering we know so many people who just like slide into dms and just like unsolicited communication a lot and then if you don't respond to that they'll be like oh ghosting and then sometimes you ghost because you don't want to provoke some kind of an aggressive response in the other person when you are honest with them because how many times haven't we seen like men taking rejection very badly Yeah absolutely and i think we've come to like a natural conclusion to the conversation in terms of where everybody is at with their relationship with ghosting and also where it seems like it's okay and where it's not 
okay to ghost right but if we go back to the main initial question that we started with which is is the era of ghosting over where do you stand on that i would say no the i think definitely not and i don't think it's going to go anytime soon because we have so much we have so much to not fix but so much to deal with uh, amongst ourselves uh, that it it's not going anywhere i think it should be because my thing is a lot of what we call ghosting is not ghosting so then there's very little left after that that's actually ghosting so if you look at it that way then yeah but otherwise and it should be but yeah <laughs> that that sounds like the era of ghosting is over for rohita <laughs> but that that mutual fund investments are subject to market risk all the terms and conditions which are there yeah mm, yeah i think if this conversation proves anything it's that the era of ghosting is definitely not over and like denise pointed out i think till we have dating apps and all of these different kind of like internet stimuli <laughs> Ghosting is going to be here to stay. Internet stimuli is the most old person thing I've heard you say. I know, na? Yeah. Also, see, everybody who's listening to the podcast, I'm not as old as I sound on the podcast. Just as Ruhita is not as like aloof as she seems on the podcast. But I just, yeah. No, I think my friends will tell a very different story about how aloof I am. So. <laughs> That's a story. Those are incidents we examples to quote from for another episode. Um, on that note, see you again next time. Thank you for coming to our dead talk. Can people tell it's dead or Ted? I don't know if you can, but that was a death pun, everybody. And uh, yeah, we definitely won't ghost you. So be sure to tune in. Bye. 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 This podcast is brought to you by TS Studios, the production company that brings the Swaddle's creative point of view to original podcasts and films. <laughs>